Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining Run With Ally Live. It is September 1st, and we are in my birthday month, but also we're in September, and Labor Day is on Monday. So we're wrapped up with summer, and summer flew by. But the exciting news is we're heading into fall marathon season. On that note, today on my solo episode, I'm going to talk to you about a few topics. The first one is running later in life, the benefits of enjoying the sport in adulthood, two, how to motivate yourself to run and learn how to love it, and three, tips and tricks for the first-time marathoner in training. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are new, please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss a new weekly episode, and if you are returning, I hope you're already subscribed already. So let's get to it. I have been asked a lot of times recently how I got into running, what age I got into running. So here it goes. I really got into running in my mid-20s when I was in a nine-to-five job. I ran casual ultra marathons around New York City and stopped and like sat and ate a sandwich. Um, They were by no means straight ultras. They were very broken up. But prior to that, when I was, you know, backtracking a little, when I was a swimmer, I'd try to go running with my mom and like I could barely do a mile I was panting and I just got so frustrated and gave up on myself so now jumping back to where we were huh mid-20s I was in corporate I started running for stress relief I would go downstairs uh to Equinox because the building I worked at at the time was on top of one and I just started running run walking on the treadmill you couldn't you know Get me on a treadmill now if you tried, unless it, the weather was bad outside, but um, it was convenient, and that's all the time I had to get back to work. So it is possible to train for things. Wow, you have a nine-to-five profession, but that's a conversation for another episode. Uh, so, you know, the New York City Marathon in 2015 really changed my life. I took a 180 completely cut out drinking. um, And I kind of just fell into doing the marathon um, and almost felt accepted as like a runner, if you want to say. 
And I didn't even know if I could finish it. My longest run was like 14 miles or something like that. And I wanted to give it a go. So I did. And being later in life to the sport, not having a track and field background, I had a lot of warning to do. I still do. Um, for those of you who are listening and you have come to run later in life, not in your childhood, good for you. Running is an excellent hobby. Uh, it could change your life from the inside out. I think that, you know, when we take up running in our, I want to say, any age past, you know, 21, just adulthood, uh, it doesn't come easy, but you learn to love it. And you learn to love a lot of things you might haven't before because you change and you become stronger and clearer and calmer um, as you begin to run. And you develop this relationship with yourself when you see and feel you're able to conquer each step and run every time you set out to do it. And it kind of feels like you have a deeper purpose. I'm sure many of you could relate. So just you know, take your time. If you're getting into it and you're in your 30s, for example, um, it, it's not a race. Uh, running should be about getting stronger, running for health, to build a life you love, um, and just to enjoy the journey. And I know this is, you know, a bit of a ramble and I'm saying everything in no particular order, but understand that you get to run and there is so many different runners from all walks of life that enter running at a later age that's what's so special about it um it's whether you're you know a track an ex-track star and you continue to run later in life or you're 33 years old and you begin to run you share a beautiful experience with that with each other that will change you throughout different phases of your life. And it could be a coping mechanism and a tool you use as an outlet for stress relief, for staying fit, for running away from your problems, literally. Um, you know, just to have an awesome experience uh, and share, you know, a common passion for running. Uh, so Moving on to running, um, what motivates you to run? So I'm using some examples that I've given to my athletes, but also really to myself to, you know, keep myself in the game. But first, you just need to learn how to love running. So some top level tips to help you do that. Don't run laps. They're boring. They're monotonous. I personally enjoy out and backs because if you run far away, you have to run home. Um, unless you're on a track, don't run laps. It's boring. Avoid treadmills when you can. But again, if you are someone that loves a treadmill and it's a controlled environment, do it. Run first thing in the morning. It's really, really good to get into a routine. Um, it's not fun running in the middle of the heat uh, during the day. And some people just don't like running at night. It's really, really fun to get up, get energized, get it done, have a great breakfast. Um, dress comfortably. So especially in the summer, just less is more. In the winter, I would honestly dress for the temperature it is outside because you're going to warm up anyway. 
these are all the things that will make running more enjoyable. Next one, don't run too fast, which is probably the biggest mistake all of us make, including myself. So sometimes I sing out loud or I'll have a phone call with a friend um, while I'm doing my conversational pace runs. It keeps you honest. Try not to think about running either. So speaking to someone, listening to a podcast, listening to a good playlist, I have many, um, you know, helps, you know, keep you in a good headspace and enjoying the process, not really the actual run. Uh, plan out your route. Strava has so many, so many routes you could look at around your city for anyone um, who's looking for routes. Plan them out. Get a good watch so that you could hold yourself accountable and you could just not necessarily track your pacing, but your time spent. And last but not least, set goals for yourself. So it doesn't have to be racing, whether that is you're going to run a mile three days a week for the next four weeks. That could be broken down into smaller goals. You're going to run a mile three days this week. You know, that's your smaller goal. Do it. Set goals. And just appreciate being able to run. You know, if you look around, there are so many people who physically can't do it. And almost just taking a moment for yourself to step back when you are getting really down on yourself and kind of not loving running and appreciating and being grateful that you can run, don't take it for granted. It'll help you love the sport a little more. And you know you'll feel better after no matter what. That should motivate you more than anything. So learning to love running is very, very important. Now, ways to stay motivated and to keep yourself accountable and to stay disciplined do not overtrain. Um, get a coach, follow a program. When you establish goals, you put structure in place and work towards them. It'll help you stay motivated because once you see progress and you're not running yourself into the ground, literally, you'll want to keep running. Um, invest in yourself. Wear cool running clothes. You know, whatever makes you feel good, do it. Get the proper shoes. Check out your local running store. Brooklyn Running Co. is here in in um, Brooklyn. Check out a running store near you. Those guys know their stuff. Run with music or a podcast, like I mentioned. It just kind of takes your mind off the hurt. Change your routes. You could use Strava for that. And don't compete with anybody but yourself. If anything, just follow your own rhythm. Always practice, you know, hydrating and embodying a lifestyle of a runner. It'll kind of help you to appreciate what your body's able to do when you recover properly by doing that. And say hello to runners passing by, you know. It's very inspirational and motivating to give someone a high five that's doing the same thing running down the street. Running is life. And yeah, there's no there's no other good energy. Um, there's no other energy that's better than good energy. It's contagious. For me, I am motivated by all these things that I just told you, but I want to share a little bit of a personal um, side that helps to keep me going in hopes that it might inspire you in some way to discover something that running might do for you. 
I run for redemption in a way. I gave up on myself when I stopped running. I quit swimming. I didn't, you know, ever think I was good enough. I was also just like told I wasn't good enough um, because I wasn't. And I let that get to my head. But like I was, I just, you know, when you're a kid things. So, you know, when I got into running and now that I've really worked at it, I've seen fitness breakthroughs and I'm so honored to be able to help others achieve the same. And I have a desire to, because I'm able to meet my goals. Um, and it really creates that desire and fuels that. And, you know, just running because I can, is just so motivating in itself. So yes, I hope you find motivation for your next run on that note. The last topic, but certainly not least, tips for the first-time marathoner. For those of you running Berlin, Chicago, Philly, New York City, any of those twin cities coming up in the fall, good luck. Here are some friendly reminders and tips for your race day and your training. Don't do anything new on race day. I know that is you know, music to your ears, and forgive me if that's something you already know, but... Don't do it. Don't know. Don't wear new shoes, new socks. Plan to use everything you've trained with. Nothing new on race day. Do not go out too fast, even if you feel great, because you will with all the adrenaline and the crowds. Just don't do it. Save that for the last 10K, which is when the real marathon begins. Know that during the marathon um, and be prepared for this. Things are not necessarily always going to go as planned. Things happen. Anything can happen in a marathon. So be prepared for a plan B. Have one. If you don't, work with your coach or your accountability group to set one up because things happen and we roll with the punches. Give your time long enough to train, which I hope you've all been doing, so you could safely build your mileage up uh, and maybe cross train since you're a first-time marathoner without getting injured. And the most important tip I want to give you is enjoy it because you only get one first marathon in your life. Whether you go out with a time goal or a goal to just finish, smile, embrace every step and be happy knowing you're doing something which literally 95 of people in this world cannot do. And so just... Yes, so important. Enjoy your first experience. During training, try everything. Try everything you want to do because that's when you should do it in your training, not on race day. So try different shoes. Rotate three different pairs or two. Try out different running shirts, fueling strategies around your runs, not just during them. Get that diligent sleep. See how it affects your runs. Do tune-up races. See what works and what doesn't, and then pick those strategies that hone in on your strengths and use those and apply those so that you're ready for race day to use them and really put the pedal to the metal with a smile on all 26.2 miles. Be ready to ditch things quickly if they're not working out in training. So, for example, if you try out a pair of crappy shoes and you're getting pain, just get ready to ditch them. Stuff happens. That's why we try things during training, not on race day. Uh, for the actual marathon, get out your pens and paper, gents and ladies. Uh, take the race and mentally break it into five pieces. 
5k, 10k, 12k, you know, 15k, 30k, whatever you would like. Um, break it down. Mentally dictate each section to someone there or someone who helped you get to the starting line. So they're able to help you strategize how to break through each barrier that you've created. Think about them. Relive them. Relive the times you've shared. And then switch to someone else in each section. Think about something during each of these sections to keep your mind off of the actual running. I actually did that during my last marathon and it just made the miles completely fly by. So yes, enjoy it. And, you know, listen to your body when you're racing, but of course, when you're training. So understand if you're not feeling up to it, you will not lose fitness by not doing a single run. It is a okay to skip a run or do less miles because you need to adjust the training to meet you where you're at in your fitness journey and not the flip. So on race day, when all that excitement and all the roaring crowds are on the sidelines and you're feeling really good and you have that adrenaline rush and you want to run so fast out of the floodgates, don't do that. Around miles 18 to 20, you will have a little bit of an issue if you do that. So avoid hitting the wall. Practice everything in your training. Pace yourselves. <laughs> it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you know, know the route, practice the route if you can, or if it's in a different city, mimic similar terrain during your training, visualize it and practice your pacing where it makes sense to in your training program. Have a backup plan for when your energy drops or something goes wrong, which I mentioned before, it'll give you the push and help you stay motivated for when you need it. Focus on yourself. Your marathon is for you. You're the only one physically putting one foot in front of the other. Don't compete with anyone else. Focus on you. Know where the toilets are. <laughs> Take the panic out of needing to go and enjoy the experience and just have fun. Remember, your marathon is your first one. And when you finish, regardless, it's a PR. So that means you just have to finish. <laughs> So enjoy the run, be reasonable and realistic with your expectations and do what you have to do to finish uninjured with a huge smile on. Those are all of my pieces of advice and tidbits of information. This podcast episode could be like literally six hours diving into each of these like buckets, but this is just all great information to another solo podcast that I'm going to break up these sections into in subsequent weeks. So I want to thank you for joining today. I hope you got a few takeaways, if not one, two, three, or four even. And don't forget to subscribe to the Run With Allie Live podcast. And other than that, enjoy the rest of your week. I will see you at the same time, same place next week with a new special guest. Thanks so much. Don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show, sharing on running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button, Apple Podcasts, or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. 
please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Allie Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Allie Live. See you next time.